You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 135 with Jennifer Thompson. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I am super excited to have Jennifer Thompson back on the show today. So I had her back on not that long ago, and we talked about friendship. And we are friends in real life. And we were just sitting at a coffee shop chatting. And you know, if you guys have listened to the Mom Inspired show long enough, you have probably heard me say that the reason why I created this show was so that it gave women an opportunity to eavesdrop into conversations that they might not be able to listen to otherwise. So either if it's because you don't have a circle of friends that are talking about these topics, or you have little kids and you feel like you can't wrangle them and get them to a coffee shop and just be able to get out or you're nursing and you just feel like I can't balance all of this right now. And I just need to hear adult interaction. Um, this is why I created the show. And so when we were talking in the coffee shop, I was like, you know what? I feel like we need to bring this to the podcast. And so that is what we did. So we did a three-part mini-series. So I know that this is, so as this re- is recording, it is May. And if you guys listen to this after May, it's totally fine. But why I wanted to say this is because I know everybody is trying to get everything done under the sun before the end of the school year, especially here in Tennessee, we get down before Memorial Day. And so I decided that we would do three shorter episodes all about mom guilt. You know, I feel like there's so much that we can cover with mom guilt. But in this first episode, we are going to talk about where do we get our self-worth and how that ties to mom guilt, like just not feeling good enough. So I hope you guys are inspired by this episode. And if anything, I hope that you just feel like you're not alone and that you have the comfort knowing that other moms feel the same way you do. So before we jump into the show, I wanted to share something with you guys. As you know, this show is all about inspiring one another. And most of the time I have other moms coming on to do just that. But I wanted to take a minute to share with you guys what I've been up to, and I hope it inspires you to live your best life. So I know many of you want to be healthy moms, and that can look different for everyone. But if you've been struggling with getting that extra weight off, if it be 50 pounds or the last stubborn 10 pounds, I wanted to share with you the program I have incorporated into my life personally and am so thankful for. So it's a seven-week online weight loss program called Lean. If you missed the series I did with Amanda, you can check it out at episode 112 to hear more details. But this program has brought so much joy to me in many ways, but one of them is that I have fallen in love with working out again. And with that, I have gained so much more confidence. You guys, confidence that I didn't even realize I had lost. So just to feel strong again, it makes me feel so good. And don't get me wrong, I still have a way to go. This for sure is a process and not a quick fix. But if you're sitting there thinking, this is what I'm missing in my life, then I want you to feel the same way. So I couldn't just keep it to myself. And even better, Amanda has given Mom Inspired Show listeners $20 off. And you cannot get this anywhere else. So all you have to do is go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash lean 20 to find the next rounds. A lot of times she has one to three rounds that are coming up that you can jump on and grab a spot. And also, if you have any questions, feel free to message me on Facebook or on Instagram, or you can email me at any time. Let's go to the show. Hey, Jen, I'm super excited to have you back on the show today. 
Hey, Amber, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. So, you know, I like to start off every show with an icebreaker on travel, and I'm going to ask you, I know you've been on the show before, but um, maybe you can answer with a different vacation um, trip this time. But, you know, I'm a travel agent, so I just love asking all my guests where their favorite vacation spots are and why, and this can be with or without kids. Okay. Well, we are actually getting ready to go to Disney World, and we have been a couple of times with the kids before. And I absolutely love it. I know it seems like one of those vacations that people either love it or they they hate it because Mm -hmm. you have, it requires so much planning. Yes. But I know, I mean, I think there's a reason that people say it's the most magical place on earth because it's just to see the excitement in the kids' eyes and their faces. And it's fun for my husband and I, we actually went for part of our honeymoon. So that's how much we love Disney. That makes sense. Yes. So, so I would have to say, I think especially with kids, a Disney vacation is just, it's so much fun. Yes. Yes. And it is definitely like you either hate it or you love it. Um, Yeah. So I agree. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to move into the episode because we're doing a three-part series and, you know, we're keeping them quick um, because I know the people, you know, they're time is um, short. We're, we're entering into May uh, when we're recording this. And so I know that, um, you know, all the end of school things are happening, all the teacher gifts, you know, the 5,000 teacher gifts that you have to buy. And, you know, people are just like, oh, spring programs and all that stuff. So I want to keep these, keep these much quicker than I normally do. So um, we're going to move through this a little bit faster than my normal speed. But for those of you that missed Jen and um, mine, episode the first time we talked, which is episode 105. Make sure to check that out because we talk about friendship and and it was just a really fun episode. Uh, But do that after you listen to this episode. And um, it's just it's just a lot of fun. So I wanted to bring Jen back on. We're friends in real life. And Jen, how about you just share with us if people didn't hear you on that episode, share with us what your name is, where you're from and how many kids you have. Okay. Yeah. My name is Jennifer Thompson and I am from originally from a small town called New Haven, Indiana, right outside of Fort Wayne. That's where both my husband and I are from. We met in high school um, and we're actually, we're high school sweethearts and we have four children, Sophia, she's 13, Amelia is 11, Nyla is nine and Patrick is six, soon to be seven in June, which he reminds me almost every day that his birthday is coming up. Um, they love yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so cute. Like, yeah, that, that's a whole, could be a whole other podcast. Oh, um, yeah. But, yeah, yep. right. mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so we've been here, we moved um, to Nolensville. It will be two years this August um, since yeah. we've lived here and we love it. We absolutely love it. It's been a great, great transition yes. for our family. So we're very happy. It's an easy place to love. It is. Yeah. So, you know, like I mentioned, when we first did our episode, we talked about friendship. And so I thought it would be so much fun for you to come back on the show to talk about all things mom guilt. So you and I were at the at having coffee the other week and we were just talking like most moms do. And um, most people know the reason why I created the show was to be able to feel like you could eavesdrop on other moms conversations without being weird. And so, you know, that feeling when you're at a coffee house and you can hear moms just talking about something or, you know, you're at the gym or wherever and you're really interested in what they're saying, but you can't just jump in. So you know, Jen and I thought we should really bring our coffee combo to you guys directly. So Jen, um, we're talking about mom guilt. And honestly, we can go over, like we can go over so many things. I mean, the mom guilt umbrella is so huge. And I feel as a mom, there's so many things that you can just 
feel guilty about. And, you know, different moms feel differently or feel bad about certain things than other moms. And um, I think there's different seasons of feeling bad about certain things. And so I wanted to break, break some of these things down and just chat about it. And I want moms to feel like they're not alone in this because I know it can bring so much shame when you feel like you're the only one who feels a certain way about something. So Jen, let's talk about self-worth. That was something that you and I were talking about. And Mm -hmm. where do you think our self-worth comes from? And how does that play into mom guilt? Well, I think it's a really interesting thing because I think just like you said, so many moms struggle with this concept of just feeling guilty, just all the time feeling guilty for, am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? Am I playing enough? Am I Am I feeding them the right food? It's just this, it's a constant, just a barrage of things I think that we deal with in our minds. And I do think that part of the root of that is where are we finding our value? Is our value coming from our children? Is it coming from what other people think of us? Are we identified by um, somebody else's opinion? Or I know for me, I've really had to just, kind of work through that, um, especially when my kids were younger, I, I felt mom guilt a lot. Um, and I think that I've had to just realize that the reason for me was that I was putting my, my worth into the wrong thing. So I'm a Christian and I have a strong faith and I've just realized that my worth comes from, it comes from God. I'm a, I'm a daughter of God, I, he is my father. And that is where my worth needs to come from. And some people may not like what I do as a parent. Um, we families are different and, and they can look a lot of different ways. Um, the ways families run, the ways families are run. And so I just think I've just had to come to this point where I I realize that it doesn't matter what other people think of me and we're all entitled to our own opinions and just kind of to have that, that strength and that self-assurance and that confidence in who I am as a child of God and who I am as a mother. And to know I will make mistakes every single day, I'm going to make a mistake and that's okay too. Like you can course correct in parenting. And that's something else I've had to realize. Like sometimes you wake up and you're like, Oh, I may not be doing this right. Let's start to incorporate this. Um, but not feeling guilty for doing it, maybe not the mm-hmm. way you wanted to originally. Yeah. Um, cause we learn as we're going that everybody knows there's no manual with children. So you, you learn as you go. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, so you said that you felt mom guilt a lot more when they were younger. What, what yeah. does that, what stands out for you when you think about that, especially for people who are listening that have really young kids, especially because your kids are a little bit older now. Um, and you have four of them. So you that that's a lot of kids and you have different personalities. So I could see where you would really struggle with mom guilt. But what what stood out to you when you said that you felt it a lot more when they were younger? I did struggle with it a lot more when they were younger. And I think part of it, I, I have perfectionist tendencies, which is something else that I've been working on. Um, and I think that when I had my first... I just wanted to do it right. I wanted her to know that she was loved. I wanted her to know she was well cared for. I wanted her just to have, to grow up in this very, um, a very good environment. And that's something both my husband and I wanted. And I, I just remember she was colicky, um, Mm. as a baby, Yeah, but I didn't know that. I can remember people coming over and they'd, they'd say, Oh, I think, I think your daughter has colic. 
and, and all of my, you know, new mother wisdom. Oh, no, 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 no. This is just what babies do. Babies will cry all day long. This is, you know, this is just her. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I couldn't accept the fact that, oh, you know, looking back now, yes, she did have colic. But I think that I kind of even felt guilty about that, like putting some, this was just who she was as a little person. But, but, oh, what am I doing? Am I doing something wrong? Why is my baby crying all the time? She can't possibly have colic, you know, just this whole kind of, guilt right out of the gate. Um, and then I think as they got bigger, even like in their toddler years, you just start to compare maybe to Mm -hmm. other parents, like is my, you know, what am I feeding my child? Are they napping enough? Are they, am I playing enough? Am I doing my dishes too much? Am I, what about the laundry? Well, if I'm doing my laundry, am I, am I not, Am I not playing with investing (laughs) enough in their education? Am I not teaching them? You know, this Mm -hmm. is this constant, feeling of I'm not doing enough, but you're only one person. And I think just coming to grips with that, and especially when they were home, I stay home or I stayed home when they were younger. And so it was, it was me and them. And I think that that also kind of just, you have to learn how to manage your time. Um, and sometimes that can be hard when you're at home with them and, and you just aren't sure exactly how to, what to do with your time. Um, well, yeah. How, yeah. Right. Cause so. I think, I think too, as a stay at home mom, it's easy to think that <sighs> you should really be doing everything with them all the time. I mean, yeah. which is not realistic. I mean, no. so, um, and, and, and I'm sure that moms that work full-time jobs then feel guilty because they're not. So, I mean, it's like everybody has their own pull of what they're feeling guilty about in regards to their own life. And so, um, I think that's what's challenging. And, you know, I, and, and it's easy to think too that however your kids are being or, yeah, like behaving or, you know, how they come off or what are they doing? It's so easy to tie your self-worth into that, either it being good or bad. And um, I always remember um, my friend said to me, she's 10 years older than me. And she's like, you'll always have a humbler, like, (laughs) meaning there's always going to be a child that probably kind of humbles you, you know, because um, it, 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 and I have found that to be true. In most of my cases of my friends, there is one child that kind of pushes the buttons a little bit more than the other and stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, I, I think it's easy. And like you were saying, comparing, you know, is um, like, wow, they're already doing this or that. I, okay, here's an example. I really dropped the ball with Serena and her swim lessons. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like she just turned five um, yesterday and um, I didn't sign her up for swim lessons. And um because one, it's really expensive. Okay. It's really expensive, expensive to s- swim around here. And then if you're not part of a gym, then you have to be part of a gym or they're in a group lesson of swimming. And then I don't feel like that works well. Well, it didn't work well, um, in my situation. And so then I'm like, okay. And then by the time I figure out where I want to go, it, they're already booked up. So I'm like, oh, okay, no. so is she just going to learn how to swim at six? And then I feel bad because I knew how to swim at five. <laughs> so then I'm just like, okay, well, how did I drop that ball? You know, and it's because I'm doing other things. My mom wasn't doing a podcast and wasn't a travel agent. You know what I'm saying? And so, and and um, I just kind of remember just going to swim lessons and you kind of, they kind of just make you tread water. I don't know for like 10 minutes and hopefully you don't drown. I, I mean, it's just a different ball game. And so, um, you know, so it's even things like that. And like what you were saying, comparing um, 
like, oh, those kids are already on swim team and they're five. And I'm like, oh, my daughter's still wearing a life jacket. Oh, you know? exactly. Yeah, we put <laughs> we put so much pressure on ourselves that our they have to be signed up for something by a certain age or they need to be accomplishing this goal by this age. Or It's amazing the amount of pressure that we put on ourselves. And I feel like everything is happening sooner with kids, like you said, like, which is fine. Like for some families, that's totally fine. If your kid's like an amazing swimmer and they're like diving off of the diving board at age five and like that's, that's awesome. But it's so hard. Like I totally agree. It's so hard not to compare just to look where somebody else is and think, oh, I'm failing because my child's six and they're not, yeah, you know, on some team right. or excelling mm-hmm. in some sport or yep. And when we were kids, it, that, I don't feel like that pressure existed. Maybe it did. And I just wasn't aware of it I don't because think it's I was as a child. Much. But yeah, I don't think it's as much as it is today. Yeah, I don't I, think so either. I think um, also social media kind of like shows you what everybody else is doing. And then you're seeing everyone doing stuff. And so then in your brain, you're like thinking that one, like one person is doing all 20 things when really it's one person doing this, 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 and this, you know, and, but what you're not seeing is that person's really not good at a, B and C, but they're good at that, you know, and same with you and I, right. Somebody could see something with you and I, and you know, the thing that I realized too is things fall through the cracks. So you can only do so many things, right? So, um, you know, if, if I'm doing a podcast, then yeah, maybe the laundry is not making it from the basket, meaning it's clean and it hasn't been sorted or something like that. Right. Or, or somebody who could be homeschooling and really dedicates to their kids, they may be feeling like they're not really doing something for themselves. If that be a job or just a passion that they want to follow. And then they feel like, they don't have any self-worth outside of being a mother, you know? Mm -hmm. So this is what I mean. It's like all over the place of just being like, well, maybe I do. I'm following my passion. I love travel. I love helping people plan vacations. And then it's so great to be a podcaster. However, um, my house can sometimes look insane. And then I'm like, wait, what are we eating for dinner? Um, Where somebody else, maybe they don't have they're doing an outside thing like this, but they got their house in order. They got amazing systems. They are on top of their meal plans and all that kind of stuff. So I think, I think too, like it's so easy to tie in our self-worth when it comes to that and just think, wow, we really suck because we're not doing A, B, and C, even though we are doing something over here, you know, one, two, three, four, and five, right? Um, It just, it's just not A, B, C, and D over here of what someone else is doing. And I just think that's something that we really have to pay attention to um, so that we're not really hard on ourselves, right? I agree. I think that the comparison game is, it is a real influencer of the amount of mom guilt. I feel like that people walk around with, if we are comparing ourselves to other families and other people, and like you said, you don't know what all that person has on their plate. And we can't excel at everything. No. That's impossible. There's not enough time in the day to to do everything that we want to do. And you can't, you know, like you said, keep your house spotless and also work and take care of your children and play 24 hours a day and make <laughs> and your all the meals from scratch. And, 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 yeah, right? I mean, it's just, it I know. We just, I think that just knowing who we are and having yeah. confidence in our abilities as, as mothers, like, a mom, you know, mama, you know, your child 
better. I, you know, I would argue yeah. say better than maybe anybody else other than Bob's yep. or dad or so just to have confidence in that, like, and, and just to say, this is our family, you know, every once in a while with the kids, we'll make a declaration, like we are the Thompsons. And if they start to say like, well, this family does this. And I say, well, that's, they aren't the Thompsons, are they? We are the Thompsons and this is what we do. And just because somebody else is doing that, Mm -hmm. that's wonderful for their family, but that's, that's not how we operate. And so I think also teaching your children early on just to just that your family, you are your own unique unit and you operate in your own way and you're not going to be like all the other families. And that's wonderful because we don't want a Stepford situation here. No. We want people to be different. And so I think, I know for me, it's just been a journey of just knowing who I am. And like I said at the beginning, like who I am as a, a child of God, who I am as a mother, who I am as a wife, who, and just being confident in that and also allowing that to change. Also yeah, right. growing with my children and with our family and, and recognizing there are different seasons and what worked in this season doesn't work in this season anymore. And then, like you said, you mentioned something earlier that really resonated me with me, um, especially when my children were younger. You know, a two-year-old is going to act like a two-year-old. And so if your child is throwing a tantrum in Target, that doesn't mean you're a horrible mother. It means that your child is acting like a two-year-old right now. And sometimes the kids just do off-the-wall things, right? So I think just also, I think having that confidence that sometimes they're going to act crazy, but that doesn't mean that you're doing a bad job. And if somebody gives you a sideways glance because your child's on the ground and (laughs) well, that's on them, you know, that that's, that's their issue that they need to deal with. If somebody ever wants to judge you as a parent, because you know, your kid's kind of having an off day, maybe that's your humbler, like you were saying, Yes. then, then just not allowing somebody else's maybe sideways glance or, or reprimanding eyes or whatever, just not owning that, you know, just Yeah. Just move on. Move on. Yeah. Just move on. Exactly. Well, Jen, we're at the end of this episode. Cause like I said, you guys, I want to keep these short. Um, and, but I am super excited to have Jen back on the show next week and we are going to keep talking about mom guilt and we're going to be talking about, um, are you a mom that plays? And so I'm going to leave it at that and let your mind ponder that thought. So make sure to tune in next week and share this series with your friends. So Jen, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Can't wait to talk to you next week. Thanks for having me, Amber. I'm so excited. I love being here. Thank you. Hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the Mom Inspired Show email list yet? If you want to have discounts sent to your email and links to the books we discuss on the show, as well as all the guests' information, then you will want to subscribe. That way, every episode will show up in your inbox every Tuesday, and you won't have to go searching for the newest episode. It will be right at your fingertips. So just go to mominspiredshow.com and scroll down and enter your name and email, and you will be all set. See you next week.